Hi there, and welcome to the Man in the Van podcast, your regular audio drive time companion, where our main aim is education through a conversation. Through our conversations, delve deep into all things related to the tradesperson contracting community, from news to education to industry happenings, helping you do better business while building a better and improved South African tradesmen and women contracting community. Thanks for tuning in. Let's start the conversation. A warm welcome to our audience. My name is Willem Klopper. I'm your host. And in this episode, we will discuss the importance of having business acumen in addition to your specific skill trade. It is one thing to be well qualified and experienced in your specific skill trade, but it's a whole different ballgame to successfully run a business. So in this conversation, we intend to determine what business acumen is, what the typical characteristics and traits of persons with good business acumen are, as well as how having good business acumen can contribute to the success of your growing and expanding company. With me in studio, I've got Leo Solomons and Dean Chait from Morningside Plumbers and based in Johannesburg. Just before we give our guests the opportunity to introduce themselves, let's hit the brakes. We'd like to remind our audience that this episode is proudly brought to you by Articulate It Plumber. So Leo, Dean, very welcome to the audience. Um, we've recently read, you know, in the, in the November uh, edition of uh, the Plumber Africa magazine, we've read, recently read an article about uh, Morningside Plumbers and about the two of you. Uh, we all know that COVID-19, the uh, pandemic, has hit everybody quite hard and um, uh, the article was about your company and certain measurements that you had to put in place to to keep the boat afloat and to make the company survive um, but also uh, about the fact that in in addition to your skilled trade as plumbers you you needed some business acumen some additional business knowledge business skills and business experience and that contributed to to the measurements and and the fact that you knew what measurements to put into place before i fire away with all of the other questions that i have for each of you i would like to give each of you the opportunity to just very briefly introduce yourselves to the audience leo if we can start with we'll st- uh, start with you please thank you Willem. um my name's leo i've been a plumber for phew, the best part of 20 years or so uh started my apprenticeship somewhere around 2002 i would say um got my trades you know sort of four or five years later after the apprenticeship uh, period worked for a couple of different small maintenance companies in that time period um somewhere around 2005 maybe 2006 uh, I decided that I'd like to go back to university. When I say go back prior to becoming a plumber, I'd uh, messed around a little bit at university. Um, went back to university, was fortunate enough to get two degrees. I came, well, came out of the university program with the intent of not going back into plumbing. Um, landed up, you know, I thought I had a very specific skill set, being a plumber and now having education. And I, I took a number of interviews at some of the larger plumbing companies out there at the time. Not only the plumbing companies, but also the suppliers, uh, also the manufacturers. Uh, I, I, mentioned, I mean, I met some guys from Plumlink. I met some guys from Cobra. I'd met some guys from Dawn. 
unfortunately at the time it it was an impossibility to get a, a or, or to get the type of job that I wanted should I say um and so when it came back to what was I going to ultimately do I found uh, Morningside Plumbing it was owned by an older guy who was looking to retire and we did some negotiations and there I was back into plumbing but this time I was back into plumbing as the business owner essentially um doesn't mean that I didn't get in a van for a you know that, that first year or so but already I had a base to work from and grow the company and do the things that I wanted to do and that's how I found myself here basically Leo the, the the two qualifications that you mentioned what are they if I may ask if you would care to share that so the first one is I've got a, a BCom marketing management um there was a 3 year degree which was taken through UNISA so it was done part time the second degree I was fortunate to go into straight after the BCom was an MBA through the University of Pretoria um and I studied through the Gordon Institute of Business Science there was a full time degree it was an 18 month program of about 8 months full time in lectures and then a year sort of of writing thesis and doing electives and things like that may I ask how did you put bread on the table during that time i mean you you weren't you took a break off of plumbing so that mean that meant no income for you uh while you were studying how did you well there was there was a couple of things in my favor um number one is part of the time i was single so i very few expenses um i did subsequently get married i think just before the mba um but you know if i'm honest and i the words i use often is i thank god every day that my father was born before i was okay. and i had the support of my father and my parents and my father valued education and when i told him that this is what i wanted to do i had his full backing and because i was single and then married no kids or anything like that so you know for him to spot me 20,000 rand a month or 15,000 rand a month at the time whatever the number was and it was a really small number um he was only too happy to back me and so he did certainly you're reaping the benefits and and the fruit now of those sacrifices and the inputs then most definitely most definitely dean would you care to share uh, just a little bit of your background and introduce yourself to the audience please not a problem uh, so my name is dean and um i've also I've been in the plumbing industry about 20 odd years now Um how it came about with me joining the whole plumbing industry is you know I originally from school when I matriculated I actually went into sound engineering. Um but sound engineering was very theoretical and I'm not a theoretical person at all. Uh I quite I mean I hate it with an absolute passion. So uh, a family friend of ours uh he had a plumbing company and I uh, was always very good with my hands and he said to me listen you know why don't you come and try it out and give it a bash. And that's when my love for plumbing started. Um got involved with him. Uh, he was also a very very small uh, maintenance company. Um I stayed there for a couple of weeks and then I joined a bigger plumbing company and I did my apprenticeship for about 4 years and then I qualified in 2005. Um and then from there I worked for a bit for other companies just to get get a bit more experience. Um and then from there I started up my own company. Uh it was called Celebrity Plumbing. at the time um and uh, yeah i mean we went on for a couple of years um things didn't plan out the way that they 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 were meant to and unfortunately the company you know i had to close it down 
And then from there, um, I pretty much was, you know, working for other plumbing companies, um, you know, being con the construction manager for, for a lot of big construction plumbing companies. And um, myself and Lior, we've, uh, you know, I joined up with Lior about, uh, about a year and a half ago. Um, and, you know, we've known each other for a hell of a long time. And, uh, yeah, well, listen, we had a chat and uh, we decided, you know, this would be the best opportunity for, uh, for both of us. And that's pretty much my, uh, my business, uh, you know, and that's, that's the experience where I come from. I just wanted to say, you know, the thing is that, you know, you started off as a plumber yourself, you worked your way through the ropes, um, and then eventually owned your own company. Sure. And although, you know, things didn't quite work out the way that you that you intended it for, yeah, I anticipated, the, the fact is it still remains a, 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 a very valuable learning curve for you. 100%. And, and the experience and the knowledge that you've gained in that period and from that experience um, certainly contributes to the successes that you guys are achieving today. 100%. 100%. It's funny, we used to, as as appies, we used to meet at the supply house and have the coke together outside and talk about how's your appy going and this. And 20 years later, we came back together as, you know, as colleagues and as, you know, and we work together now. It's, I mean, it's just funny how the road takes you, basically. Life's a journey. Life is a journey. And it can throw you some curveballs. 100%. 100%. And, and, and hence the fact that we're having this conversation today. Um, you know, we want to share with the plumbers out there and, and, and the other audience as well, you know, the, the other skilled trade persons out there, whether they're electricians or whatever skilled trade they may have. The fact is that, you know, at some point in your life, it, it you may either pertinently make your own decision to start your own business, uh, whether it be just yourself in your in your van and, and, and you doing the, the, the work, the handiwork, and you've got an assistant with you, uh, or whether you want to acquire an existing business that may already employ more than one person, um, or whether you start off as a one-man thing, but then you your goal is to develop and to grow and to expand your business. Just before we continue the conversation, it's time to hit the brakes again. Don't forget to download the all-new and improved App Plumber from the Google Play Store. All your plumbing solutions are just a click away, exclusively for Android users. Welcome back. To continue our discussion, I would like to ask the following question. I want to ask both of you, uh, the positions, you've mentioned the positions that you currently have within Morningside Plumbers, but do either of you still operate as plumbers? Theoretically, yes. Technically, no. Um, my hands are soft these days, eh? I think teens are as well. We, we, our hands have gone soft. Um, as you mentioned, we needed to, we need to be plumbers in order to run a plumbing business. I mean, that guy, that's, you know, you can't even debate that. Um, I think I refer to us as telephone plumbers now. We're diagnosticians. We um, know how to ask the right questions from the people calling in with their problems. Um, you know, and we then pass that information on accordingly to the teams as as and need be. The, I think there's very few jobs that the team will go out and it'll be like, we don't actually know what the problem is or at least have an inkling of what the problem is. You better go out there and have a look and see what's going on. Um, yeah. That, that being said, you know, I mean, you know, we will go out to, to, to you know, the various sites if needs be. You know, if, if the teams are struggling and they can't, quite figure out as to, to what's going on you know we'll get in our cars and we'll go and help the guys you know it's it's not uh, 
we're not, not afraid of getting down and dirty. Uh, but actually picking up a tool, um, like Leo said, you know, our, our, uh, our hands right now are as soft as, soft as a baby's bum right now. And, and, and those are necessary in a company. You know, you, you, there are people who can do the trade and that kind of work, but certainly what the two of you do in your company is, is extremely important. Companies cannot survive without that. And it's, it's funny, the experience that, you, you know, that we have over the years, and I mean, there's been numerous examples that you know, we could point to um, of you know, behind the telephone and the guys actually phoning in and saying, you know, this, 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 and this. And, and we're able to draw on that experience and say, have you looked at that? Can you, you know, have you checked that part of it? And the guys will come back and say, geez, like, you know what? You were spot on. So, yeah. It's, but, but our roles primarily at the moment sit in the, in the back end, not in the front end. So we do, you know, I mean, primarily we are a maintenance-based company. Um, we, we do do a, a bit of construction, but, but not, uh, not a hell of a lot. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, we, we, we pr- predominantly maintenance-based. Based in Joburg, but also operate in in Pretoria area. Hundred percent. Yeah. So we got. I mean, we've got a bunch of customers out in the, you know, sort of Centurion, Midrand, Centurion, and into Pretoria. Um, I would suggest that we, you know, but I, I, I like to say that our our core business sits in what I call Joburg North, um, the collective Joburg North. Um, Greater Santon area, if you will. So anywhere from Midrand Centurion up to you know sort of Ramberg, Rosebank, and the CBD. Um, but we're a bit selective. So let me say this: we'll go where the work takes us, but we're a bit selective about where we'll go and for what type of job. So don't call me to Pretoria to change a tap washer, you know. But if you've got a, a reasonable job out there and you need our help, by all means, we're there. Again, from a business perspective, there are certain factors and aspects that have to be taken into consideration to make that decision. Leo, so Wikipedia defines business acumen as as follows. It's a keenness and a quickness in understanding and dealing with business uh, or a business situation in a manner that is likely to lead to a good outcome. How would you define business acumen? So I looked looked at this point... um, I, I think I'd like to correct that likely to lead to a good outcome because business acumen is, is, is about understanding the big picture, seeing the big picture, um, making decisions around that knowledge, but it doesn't mean you're not going to make the wrong decision. So, you know, we hope it leads to a good outcome, but it doesn't always lead to a good outcome. Um, but on the whole, you know, that's a fairly reasonable uh, definition of what business acumen can be. But I think it's important for me to put in once we're getting into this that, you know, one can say that we may have good business acumen, but, um, you know, we do make mistakes. And I think I'd like to place that right here, right now. We're not sitting here on this uh, high mighty tower saying we're the best businessmen in the world. Mistakes happen, mistakes happen a lot. Um, and, and that's probably one of my personal philosophies as well then is, is, you know, how do you learn from those mistakes? What can you draw out of them? We always say school fees, as long as those school fees aren't so much that they, that they close you down, but we'll pay those school fees sometimes then. So Leo, it's, it's, it's said that indicative characteristics and, and traits of persons with business acumen are as follows. 
Um, so it, it comes down to executive level thinking and acute perception of uh, the dimensions of business issues, uh, the ability to make sense out of complexity and, and, and an uncertain future, uh, cognizance of the implications of a choice for all affected parties, decisiveness, uh, flexibility for future or further change if it is warranted in future, uh, also financial literacy, and then also business management and, and leadership. Do you think that that sums it up fairly fairly well, or, or do you have a couple of uh, factors that you would like to add there? So, so the thing is, this is kind of like a textbook definition of, of what business acumen is, but the reality is, is, is that, you know, a lot of these concepts that are placed here are sort of, you know, soft, wishy-washy con- uh, concepts. Like, like what is executive level thinking? What, what does that actually mean? What is, um, you, you know, the ability to make sense out of complexity in an uncertain future? So for me, albeit that these things are important, there's a couple here that really stick out for me. Um, one is, you know, understanding the dimensions of the business and their issues. That I mean, that's key. If you don't understand your business, you don't, you know, and, and the market in which it operates and, you know, the, the new dimensions that are coming into, because I mean, our business, our industry is not, it's not a static industry. There's new product coming in, there's new ideas coming in, there's new people coming in. So, so obviously the, the understanding of your business um, and and the the two or three other most important things for me here are decisiveness, flexibility, financial literacy, and and management and leadership. Um, you know, I think financial literacy speaks for itself. One needs to be able to look into a profit and loss or a balance sheet. Um, one needs to open up your numbers in terms of your job rates, in terms of uh, you know what your spend at the supply is, you need to be able to look into that stuff deeply and try and understand it. Management and leadership. Look, we all have our own management styles. That's, uh, you know, how you manage is not how I manage, how I lead is not how you lead. My personal style is, is that, you know, once I'm comfortable that I've hired somebody who can do the job that they're supposed to be doing, I don't get involved unless I have to. Um, because, I'm not a micromanager, I'm not a man manager. If you can do the job, then you must do the job. And if you have a problem, doors always open, let's have a chat about it. Having said that, I don't have always all the answers. So sometimes it's a group effort. And that that goes for, you know, certain jobs as well, where we won't be able to figure out a certain problem and we'll put it to everybody. Um, But for me, decisiveness and flexibility. Um, often you can get stuck in what are we going to do sometimes and again it might be the wrong decision but sometimes the best thing is to actually just act make that decision implement the protocol make sure it's being run accordingly and at the same time don't be so close-minded that if it's not working if it needs to be tweaked be flexible and change it just before we continue the conversation, it's time to hit the brakes again. Plumber training has never been easier with articulated plumber courses. 
Enroll now to upskill yourself at your own pace and earn CPD points. Our informative and easy-to-follow courses can be found on iopsatraining.co.za. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Articulated Plumber. Welcome back. Dean, the COVID-19 pandemic has drastically impacted the world's economy. And, and many businesses have also been impacted and business owners had to apply their, their business to survive and keep the boat afloat. We know that the same is true for, for Morningside plumbers. But would you agree with me that, that certainly business knowledge and skills do not come in handy only during pandemics or other similar crises? Especially when it, when a company starts off as a one man business and gradually develops into into a company with multiple. Listen, business business knowledge is paramount. You know, uh, whether it be a, through a pandemic or whether it's uh, not through a pandemic, it's it's completely paramount. You know, you need to have that business acumen um, and acquire those skills regardless of whether there's a pandemic or not. Um, you know, it's 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 very very me personally. Like I said, I was I was not fortunate to 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 acquire those skills, but I had mentors that I learned from um, and it's very 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 important to have, those, uh, to have that acumen 100%. So I, I disagree with Dean I think the point is is that Dean didn't have the opportunity or, or the want or whatever it was to acquire those skills through tertiary education but you know one cannot discount experiential learning either um, and you know what he brings without having had tertiary education uh, is, is very important to our business, not just from an operational standpoint, but, um, you know, I, often I will find myself spending hours at an Excel spreadsheet. Um, and, you know, after having put stuff in and played with numbers, and, and then I'll say to Dean, what, like, look at this, what do you think? You know, he, he's got to have that experiential learning or he's got to have that experience to, and he'll look at it and he'll understand it. So there's there's two parts to the process. You know, like I said, you know, I mean, you know, whether you go to varsity and and and, and you learn, or whether you acquire, you know, through, you know, mentors or and gain that experience, it's 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 very very important, hundred percent. It's and it's just good to know that there are ways and methods of getting that, other than going to sit in a, you know, in a in a university or a technicon for that. But it's the same. To, it's the same as 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 being a plumber. Uh, it's exactly the same. You know, you're going to go, you're going to do your apprenticeship and you're going to learn. You're going to gain that experience. You know, so whether it be, you know, using your hands or learning, you know, other, other skills through a mentor, whatever the case, you're going to learn. Um, but that's only if you want to learn. Um, and and that, that's, that steers directly into my next question, only if you want to learn. So I want to ask you, Leo, what was the, uh, the drive for you to obtain tertiary qualifications? In addition, in addition to having a skilled trade, so I I think um, you know just I came out of a out of a community, out of a, a family that you know it was important to get your university exemption. It was important to you know to go to to university after school. I mean, Dean and I come out of a very similar community. I mean, ninety nine percent of the, you know everyone chased that that UE. You've got to get that sure. university exemption. 100%. What degree are you doing? Where, you know, most of the guys became accountants or engineers or things like that. Um, 
I now understand why I wasn't able in the beginning to pursue that course of action. And, and you know, it was very, my father also, you know, you've got to get education. And ultimately becoming a plumber was my education. And um, there was no disapproval or anything like that. But I, I had ultimately followed a course. When I was about 26 or 27, I can't remember the exact age, I was slightly more mature, I had more goals in mind, and one of those goals was to achieve education. Um, and that is ultimately, it may have been a bit of a selfish goal because like now I'm older now and I want to do it. Um, circumstances were obviously very different, but that is re ultimately, you know, I wanted the degree and to be honest with you I didn't even understand back then the skills that I was going to learn I probably didn't even put two and two together for me the ultimate goal was getting that piece of paper got that piece of paper and now I'm able to draw on those skills that I I've learned exactly because now you know thinking back now you had that want and that drive to to obtain those qualifications or that knowledge let's 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 steer away from the word qualifications. Let's steer. Let's let's focus on the knowledge that you gained. Um, but now that you see how it can be applied and to what benefit it can be applied, um, you know the importance of having business acumen, business knowledge, business skills, in addition to having just a skilled trade. Um, Dean, having had to learn the operations of a business. Uh, in addition to your trade, uh, what challenges and opportunities do you currently recognize in the plumbing sector that may either prohibit or assist plumbers to improve their own knowledge and their skills in operating and managing their businesses correctly? You know, operations is is a, a very skilled, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's, 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 it's it's hard, you know. Operations is hard, um, you know. And people that that don't have that willing, you know, that will to to learn operations, they're going to struggle. Um, or the under, or the or the uh, the understanding of the value. Hundred percent. You know, like I said, I mean, I you know, operations for me, I learned operations over many 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 years. Um, and what I, the only thing I can really say to to guys is they've got to find a mentor and they've got to ask that mentor for help you know to 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 give them better business acumen you know as to to how to operate those uh, you know to operate their, their their business better yeah because i mean we'll often still have the debate in the office where like you know a whole job will go down something will happen and and, and you know and I, without any knowledge of how it's gone down i'll say to dean but you know why didn't they go there or why didn't they do this? And that's not because I'm checking up on him at all. It's because I have my own view on operations and how they should be run. And, you know, Dean will say, listen, <laughs> we got it. It's done. We sorted everything out. Um, but without his prior experience, you know, of juggling many different balls, he wouldn't have been able to do that. And even though I see it or may see it differently at any one time, the end goal about the operational is to get it done, to get it done without overspending and to get it done in the right time. And as long as that happens using the systems we've got in place, then that's what's important. 100%. You mentioned that some of the opportunities may include, you know, shadowing a mentor and, 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 and looking up to a mentor and saying, I need advice. Uh, I, need some, I need some direction here. Um, but but would you agree with me that some opportunities for the for the for the audience out there that they may consider is distant learning, 
um, you know, they can perhaps look at, you know, studying some business 100%. thing at night. 100%. Or, or for, for that matter, you know, I know that there are some training courses that are accessible through through the industry bodies. You know, at, as I said before, you know, and, and prior to us uh, doing the the, uh, the other podcast is plumbing is all about hands-on and practical, you know, and it's, it's the same with everything, you know, whether it be operational, whether it be everything is about gaining that experience. Absolutely. Challenges. That may include, you know, f- prohibiting the guys out there f- from from gaining this additional business skills, additional business acumen, if we can use that word, um, may include not having the time. You know, guys work, they work out in the field, you know, eight hours a day, perhaps more than that. I know that some plumbers work more than that. And then getting home, you're tired, you've got a wife, you've got a family to look after and, and, and then also be them, there for them. So sitting behind a computer and, and then going on to a distant learning course or attending a course. So time is of essence as well. Time may be a you know, challenge. If you're going to want to do it, you're going to find that time to do it. Um, it it's as simple as that. You know, if you want to better yourself and you want to learn more and, 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 and do it, you're going to find the time. Whether you've got you know, the family or you've had a 24-hour day, you're going to find that time. Like, like Leo and, and, and we, we said just before we, we started, it's, it's all about the goals that you have and the goals that you want. And you... you Certainly, there are ways of of finding ways to achieve your goals. I think I think um, as Dean says, you know, it's it's what you want. It's your goals. Um, I I think let me make it clear from somebody who's been through the process: distance learning after work is not an easy challenge to overcome. Um, but when you do overcome it, it's I mean, it's very fulfilling. Um, and you know, it's. It, ultimately that's that is the end goal you know it's we're firm believers in personal development be it you know on a personal level or be it on a on a business level if you don't it's kind of like if you're not moving forward you're moving backwards there's no like standing point um but it is goal orientated what do you want out of life but that's but that's what that's with anything you know it's 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 not just the business i mean that's with, with anything in life you know, you've got goals. If you want to go and get them, you must go and get them. We we we, we spoke about the uh, the characteristics and the traits of people who have business acumen. One of them is decisiveness. So make a decision. <laughs> I want to learn more, um, so that it can contribute to the success of my business because I want my business to expand and grow, and I want to have the knowledge, the additional knowledge in addition to my 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 skill trade to make a success out of this business and achieve that goal. Definitely. It certainly is excellent to have two guests in a studio who've who've been there. They've 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 climbed the ropes, they've dug the trenches, they've Believe worked me, their ways. We've dug those trenches. <laughs> they've laid the pipes. <laughs> Kilometers. And, and <laughs> it's certainly I think to the audience that would be very valuable to know that, you know, they they can start off small. And they can they can progress and learn more. There are ways for them to learn more, but it's also important for them to know the importance of having additional knowledge and, and experience, business knowledge, business acumen, in addition to their to their skill trade, because it's a it's a vital factor if you want your business to grow and expand. Just before we say goodbye, it's time to hit the brakes one last time. 
like to encourage our audience to follow Articulated Plumber on Instagram and Facebook, not only to find out more about the Man in the Band podcast, but also to learn more about any exciting and interesting news that we may have. Our handle on both Instagram and Facebook is Articulated Plumber. Can I ask, have, have either one of the two of you have any last words or statements to the audience out there? I think, um, you know, especially under current circumstance, if you have the ability and the opportunity to, even if it's just do a short diploma or, or, or anything like that, some of the uh, courses that are being offered by the boards and whatnot, um, I think it's important. I think it's, you know... We, I, I, I tend to agree with the with the PRB and ops's you know sort of standpoint, which is is that they're upskilling the plumber, they're upskilling people, and not just in in terms of your CPD points and you know becoming better plumbers, but also the the business courses that are out there. Um, you know, more skilled people in our industry make you know makes our industry look better. Um, and if we look better, we we you know people respect us more. And I'm not saying people don't respect us, but you know it gives us that that awe that we that we maybe didn't have before. People aren't just looking at us as plumbers anymore. Hey, it's just a plumber. No, we're not just plumbers. We've got real brains uh, that we use regularly. And I think um, I don't know if it was said on the podcast or prior, but you know, our brains are used anyway, flow rates and pump speeds and all those type of good things. But, you know, we're people with real brains who can make real impact on business, on, on other people's lives. And um, if you have that opportunity, please take it. That's, that's what I would suggest. 100%. And listen, I mean, I just want to just say, you know, with, with everything that's going on, we still make mistakes. We definitely do. You know, uh, we're not perfect by any by any means, but the main thing is you need to learn from the the mistakes that you've made. Very, very important. You've heard that twice now. <laughs> I've heard that twice now. And I hope that the audience as well. <laughs> you know, it's 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 extremely important. Uh, I I need to reiterate that we are not perfect by any means, but we are trying our best, and uh, you know, we 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 hope you know hope to make the best of what we can do. Absolutely. And I've got to get back to what Leo said about, you know, upskilling, you know, plumbers and, and other skilled trades people, upskilling themselves, improving their own knowledge, not only to making their own businesses, you know, stronger and, and, and more effective and, and make them more successful or contribute to their success for that matter, but also the upliftment about, uh, you know, of the industry itself and, and changing the general public perception. You know, I think tradespeople in in South Africa specifically is very, it's in a, a very underestimated and underappreciated uh, community. More to the point, you know, like they they talk about in a, on a macroeconomic level, you know, how how does one turn a country around? And we don't have to go into the histories and all of that, but you know, there's a lot of focus on the entrepreneur. There's a lot of focus on small business. How is that? going to uplift, create jobs, get people to earn money and put food on their table. The, the simple reality is is that the trade um, is a skill that not only can be taken anywhere in the world, but it's also a skill that can create those jobs, that can uplift communities. Um, you know, and, and for one to not only be a skilled tradesman, but to also have the sort of the other knowledge, the business knowledge side of it, um, I think you're, you know, 
with a bit of luck because sometimes you do need that luck, but you're on an upward trajectory and that's that's the important part. For sure. It, it, it also contributes to job creation in our country. We've got a huge percentage of our population that, that are unemployed and, and you know they can that contributes to if you can successfully run a plumbing business and expand it and grow it, you need employees, you need plumbers to come and work for you. It's job creation. Dean, Leo, I want to thank you for your time and, and, and your effort in driving all the way to Pretoria to come and join us in studio today. It was absolutely fantastic to have this conversation with you. I think you guys have shared very valuable, or can I rather say invaluable, information with the audience um, and certainly with myself as well. It, it brought us to, I hope that it brings the audience members to some great insight. And uh, just once again, thank you to the audience as well for having tuned into this episode. Finally, it's time to switch off this engine. Cheerio. Man in the Van podcast, your regular audio drive time companion.